the American Theater Wing, and the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts bring you the American Theater Wing's Guide to Careers in the Theater. This session, the Hair and Makeup Department. Hello, I'm Pia Lindstrom with the American Theater Wing, and with me is hair and makeup artist Bob Kelly. Mr. Kelly has been associated with such works as City of Angels, Victor Victoria, Crazy For You, Beauty and the Beast, among hundreds of uh, musical plays. And also with us, we have two young women, a makeup artist, Kristen Paintner, and Amy Tagliamonti, who is going to be made up. But first, welcome. Well, thank you kindly. What exactly, give me a job description of a makeup artist. Job description? Well, I think makeup artist is someone that changes the person into a character or to whatever ever they have to be on the stage, whether it's a ghost or a beast or whatever, you know. Changing, change, you know, basically. Who hires the wig maker and the makeup artist? Well, it's changed over the years, but usually the person that hires them, uh, when, when you do a Broadway show, they usually hire a hairdresser or somebody like that. And the hairdresser will come to the shop and will select what kind of wigs he wants. Or the, many years ago, it used to be the costume designer. That came before the hairdresser. The costume designer used to come into the shop and bring all her sketches in. And you'd sit down with them and you'd figure out what color you wanted, uh, what length you wanted the hair, what, what shape you wanted the wig to be. And then you'd sit down and figure the prices how much it costs to put a, put a show on. And of course, they would take that all back to the producer and he'd say no. So, <laughs> so you had to start all over again. And eventually, you got it worked out. Are wigs so expensive? Uh, wigs could go, this might shock you, but they can go for $10,000. Oh, that would shock me. Yes. Well, you wouldn't want to drop your coffee on that, then. No, they, the, the, a handmade wig, the cheapest price is about 1500 and it goes up 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, you know. Depends on who the star is and what they want, what quality they want. When you design wigs and work with a costume designer, what are some of the things you need to know? Well, you need to know how to take measurements. You have to have the actors, they all come into the shop, and, the head, and we measure their head. We take all the measurements of them to start with. Then basically we start making them. Once we have the measurements and they have the colors selected and they know what the sketches is, and everything else we do them. But, uh, years ago when we did a show, uh, they, they never came with a hairdresser. I was the one that hired the hairdresser. Mm -hmm. But today, for you kids out there, it's a different story. Uh, you gotta contact the costume designers, get in touch with the costume designer, and they will decide whether you're qualified to work with them, whether they like you or dislike you. A lot of it has to do with personality. You know, and if your personality hits the designers and things work out, you get the job. What sort of personality usually hits a designer? Well, every designer is different and every hairdresser is different. Mm -hmm. They just have to have hit to it together, you know. Does the design to be able to make it together. Everybody can't work with everybody. Uh -huh. Do you need to know things like period and fashion and 
styles yeah, pretty of much hair so. from different centuries? Pretty much so, but we have lots of books on that which we, we, we go into to select what we need, you know. But for the most of it, uh, you, the designer is the one that does the sketching, mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll copy what she wants, you know. You'll have a lot of people out there that'll say, well, I'm the designer. They're not really. They're just coming in with the costume designer sketches, and you're duplicating the costume designer sketches. So someone brings you a sketch, the yeah. designer brings the sketch to you. Yeah. And then you have to execute the design. Do you ever make the design yourself? Uh, very seldom, because everybody pretty much knows what they want when they come to me, you know. And do you ever say, well, I can't do that, that can't be done, that's not physically possible? Not my policy. Oh. Huh? <laughs> anything can be done. I see. There's some with a little more difficulty than others, but anything can be done. How many wigs would a show need? I mean, something like Beauty and the Beast. I mean, they've got... 42nd Street? 42nd Street. How I mean, many wigs? Oh, there must have been a couple of hundred wigs on 42nd Street. A lot of stuff, a lot of wigs. And we've got to turn them out in two, two weeks, you know. So it, it becomes quite a job. So isn't it a logistical problem of keeping track of all these... Pieces of hair? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Uh, we, we put all the samples in boxes and stuff like that, and the pattern for the person and the name on the box, so we know pretty much where everything is. Do you work backstage? I, I, truthfully, I haven't worked backstage for 20 years. But when you started? When I started, I was always backstage doing a show. So that's how most people Back begin. Back in the 50s. Yeah, well, that's what most people, how do most people begin? They, they work backstage? Uh, how do most people begin? How do they get the job? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like I said before, you got to search out the producers, mm -hmm. go to their office, try to talk to them, let them know you're a hairdresser. That'll introduce you to the costume designer. Mm -hmm. Possibly you get along with the costume designer. He might want to hire you. You know, there's many, many different ways of doing it. Uh, getting a hairdressing job or makeup. For instance, with the networks, they have uh, an employment department, just like the girl that would hire the janitor. Mm -hmm. She would hire a makeup artist. She is the, what do you call it, the production manager or uh, the employment department. ABC has it, NBC has it, CBS has it, you know. So you have to go out and knock on doors and uh, get to meet people. Mm -hmm. Well, let's look a little at uh, what, what kind of transformation is going to happen here with uh, Amy. Well. What is, what is going on here? I don't know. I she can't looks, see the product in her hand. She, she looks very pretty to begin it. with. What, <laughs> what, is, what are you doing now? Um, we're under eye little, cover? Yeah, under eye cover. Under eye. Okay. Cover the bags. Cover the bags. Uh, cover very the bags. important. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe put it Young down in, 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 the bags, navial, put it in the navial fold color if you have any wrinkles in there, you know. We call it a product like erase, you might call it, you know. But for the stage, it's got to be quite different than for real life because it has no, to be seen. The colors have to be darker. You have to work maybe a little heavier. You'd work heavier in order yeah. to be seen in the last row of the balcony. Uh, yeah, sort of maybe a little, a little darker shade. But sometimes not, you don't necessarily always have to go dark. There are light-skinned people around, too, mm -hmm. you know? And you just sort of enhance that color a little by bringing it up, maybe a shade, a shade darker or something like that, you know? And how do you decide that? Do you go out in the audience well, and Again, again, 
again, well, how do you decide what color to make it? You right. look at the costume designer sketches, basically. You go by what they want. Right. Right? Don't you ever say, this isn't yeah, well, you looking can complain. good? You can complain, say, well, I don't like that, I don't like this. And mm -hmm. they'll say, well, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. and, but basically, costume designers know pretty much what they want. And, and they, get, they get their own way. Do you have to use a special makeup, or can any street makeup work on stage? Well, I have a, a makeup kit which I sell for stage, you know. But is the quality of makeup different, or is it the same? Well, I think it's better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, makeup is basically the same. The same. You can sometimes okay. use, uh, use street, color, street makeup on it, too, you know. Uh, it depends on yourself how creative you are as, as an artist, you know. How creative are you as an artist? Me? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm, I guess, me mediocre. I'm not the greatest in the world. I'm not the worst, you know. Well, you don't want, well, what to, does you it don't take? want me to fib. <laughs> what does it take to be creative? What are, the, what are the skills that you need to be creative? Well, I think, I think first place, well, I teach kids makeup sometimes. Mm -hmm. They have to have a little artistic values themselves. They can't be... A complete cuts with it, like a, a child that can paint pictures and stuff mm -hmm. like that. He's going to be good at doing makeup, mm. you know. And so if you were, if a person were good at painting or drawing, it, yeah, he or she might. Oh, absolutely. Be, so one of the qualities you need is the face is like a canvas. Yeah, or a paper. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you have to have an eye. You have to have an eye. You have to fit in, but you can develop it. You can definitely develop it through, as time goes on. Through how would you develop that? By doing makeup, by keep doing it, by practicing it a lot. Are there schools to go to? Oh yes, there's many schools. Theatrical yeah. makeup schools. Many of them. Okay. A lot of them are out in California. You can buy. A, there's a magazine, Entertainment Digest, I believe. Uh, in that magazine, it's got a list of schools. You know, New York don't have them too much. I, like I said, I teach a little, uh, but not too much. New York don't have them for the, the main reason is most of the kids that come in. They don't have a million dollars to spend. To spend on the schools. Not, not the school. I don't charge a million dollars. It's the hotels. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Where do you live? Oh, where do you live in New York? That's... If, if they don't have a friend living here, it becomes very difficult. So many of the schools are in other cities around the country. That's, so that, maybe a person would consider going to another city to get some training in right. one of these schools. That's right. Do yeah. you need a college degree? I didn't have one. So it's not necessary to go I to college. It's, it's necessary. It's, it's what you got in your hands while you... You know, are you artistic? Are you inclined that way? Or are you better off an automobile mechanic? You so it, it, it is interesting or important to be artistic. I, I think it helps. I think it helps. You know, like I said, I've done every kind of a makeup going. I'm not particularly artistic, but I can get through the job. I can do it, and I can do it well. You know? Mm -hmm. Now, someone, other people come along and do the same job, and it would be spectacular. You know? Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm putting myself yeah, down. I'm just okay. trying to... So these kids know the difference. So, right. You know, you know what I'm saying? But now when it comes to wigs, that's another ball game. Why? Tell me about the wigs. Well, we're experts at wigs. Oh, okay. We're, we've had a lot of practice in them, <laughs> you know. Now, her face is, looks, looks good to me. Okay. Is a wig going to go I, on I think, here I shortly? I think it looks or? beautiful. Um, about another five. Oh, another five minutes. Makeup. We're going to have wigs. Yeah, okay. how, how do you take care of these wigs? I mean, do you have to wash them? Yeah, when they, when they come back, we're supposed to uh, shampoo them, put them in, uh, you know, sh regular shampoo and in a sink and 
shampoo them all like that. Every day you shampoo them? No, no. I mean, for the theater? If, if they come back and they've been out on a rental for any length of time, we have to take them back and clean them. How often are this like sending to the, your hair to the dry cleaner? Well, sort of like that. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't put a bunch of wigs in a drawer with a lot of perspiration and everything in it because it'd get pretty raunchy after a while. So we more or less shampoo as, as if you go into a barber. Right. And then uh, you don't have to color the wigs. They're already no, they're colored. No, the wigs are wigs. What kind of hair? What if, animal? For instance, this wig no, no, here. What do you have here? You have, what, is, what animal is that? No, or is it a person? Human, no, this is human That's hair. That's human hair? Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was like yak hair or something. No, no, that was used. no, no, no. This is human hair. But this was all already curled and everything. If this went out on a rental and came back, right. we would have to put it back into the same shape as it is. Shampoo it good, put a conditioner on it, put it in a plastic bag, and put it away. And, and curl it up. And, yeah, it's curl like it up. Marcel yeah. there. Yeah. You use tongs a, or something? A, How do you get that? That's a spiral wave. Ah. You, you do it with rollers around a stick. You, you wrap them around. Is this a man's like, wig? Yeah, this is a man's wig. Yeah. Would you like to put it on I for us? Yeah, if you want me to. Well, yeah, what have you, you got here? Show us well, what you've got. All right, okay. This, <laughs> okay. Is, this, this is, is for men. Well, yeah, that's another okay. one. I'll put that one on too. This one here yes. is going to be a biker. A biker? A going biker. to turn you into a biker. I'm going to turn myself into a biker. <laughs> is that no. human hair as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, human hair. I, I put this on with an elastic. For you kids out there yes. going to learn makeup, this would be put on with what they call spirit gum, a glue. Oh. But I'm just not doing that right, right. now. Just, not, not, just right. showing. And a little elastic on the top that yeah. holds it up. No. Okay. Take the wig this way, here. And you put your head right into that piece of lace. Okay. Pull it over your head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see myself here, but I guess it's okay. Route 66, huh? This is, you're ready for your... Yeah, now. Your bike. Every biker tour. has to have a mustache. So you're going to put a mustache on your mustache. As a matter of fact, I have a commercial on television, a biker, and he sits on the bike and the beard blows over his face. <laughs> Just recently. Oh, I, don't, yes. I don't know what country it's shown in, but... Well, is this sort of fun, I mean, for uh, you to for do... For me, it is. I enjoy it. Do you have a good time doing this? Yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> it's no. a little, like... Playing, isn't it? Yeah. Now to make to make it official. <laughs> yes. A genuine biker. Uh oh. You roll up your arms. Uh oh. And you've got your, now. Have you painted and, those and on, or that's the got, real thing? There you've got your tattoos that goes with. Now the, they're 1941 the, version of World War Two. You've got the you've got the real <laughs> stuff on from the army. But you could, I yeah. guess, if you were yeah. doing. A, would that be part of your job to put yeah. tattoos on people? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But today. You don't have to do it with ball pens and ink and stuff like that. There's a company called Temp2 Tat Tattooing. Okay. And they sell these plastic tattoos for the whole body. You see, and if you were doing a movie and you need special design for it, they would just design them for the whole body to go around the body. Now, what about yeah. a hairy body? Say you're designing clothes that have hair on them. Does that fall Shave. into the costume? Oh, that you meant. Yeah, you got everybody. You can't put the tattoos on. Oh, no. Yeah, now I'll show you the difference. Let me show you the difference. Well, there's that too. I was thinking, what if you were hairy, like in The Beast, in Beauty and the Beast? I was wondering, does that fall under costume designer, or is wig that wig maker? Wig maker does. I make his chest. You make the chest. I make his chest. I make the chest. You make the hair make all the anywhere that it's going to be on anybody falls under. Armpits, under any place you want. We make hair for you. You make hair. Stick hair on anything you want. Okay, enough okay, of that. Enough, enough of, of that. that. Let's take that up. Now, the let me, biker's going. Put, put, 
Put the other one on. Okay. Ooh. So these things last for how long, these oh. wigs? For years and years. Yes, it's not years. that you need to replace Well, if they're you so replace, expensive, you I have had to no replace idea. maybe the lace front on it, you know. I see. And that's not too expensive. Now, this one here, if anyone's seen Fiddler on a Roof, you might think this is interesting. Aha. Uh -huh. So now we're doing... But just to show you potential makeup artists, what you can do. Right. Now, can you be a, a, a makeup artist without being a wig maker, or they're always tied oh, no, together? No, 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 not at all. You could be one or the other. Usually that's the way it works. But you do both. I started off making wigs. I see. I see. So you're... I started off making wigs because my grandfather used to make wigs in 1895, 1900, until he died in 1938 I in Brooklyn, see. when I that see. was the theater district. See. So for the theater always. <laughs> that it looks <laughs> right, Tavia. <laughs> there you are. Unbelievable. Is it comfortable to wear? To me, it feels natural. Does it feel all right? <laughs> it looks natural, as a matter of fact. It's, it's supposed to. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to. Yeah, well, you have to know, uh, as you say, the designer gives you some clues, but you have to know how to physically put this thing together to create the look. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's called hairdressing. That's called it. So a hairdresser... And you have to know how to put the hair into a wig. Yes. To get the particular design. For instance, this one is ventilated forward. The other one I had on was going back. I see. You know? So it's just a question of And you of have direction. to know how to do that. Now, everybody today seems to be wearing microphones somewhere on their head on the okay. stage. Okay. Kirsten, do you have a mic pack? Uh, we don't have one, actually. Oh, okay. No, no we don't have... Um, Oh, an okay. example of that. But, but uh, I mean, you know, I usually see them sticking here. You, uh, you have to take uh, that into consideration when you're designing and making the wig, don't it, you? Yes. We have, uh, well, my glasses. You have that brown wig over there, Kirsten? Mm -hmm. let, me, let me show her the wig. You want to give us the brown wig? These are all going to go on Amy shortly. Okay, now... In this wig, yes. I, this 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 looks very big, right? Yes, it in does. In the back here, right? There's a big pocket. Ah, for in the, the back, all right. And we take the, let me just the, the battery. This a yeah, you we put take the, the pack. Right. We make a battery pack, pack out of canvas and stuff like that. I see. And that fits right in the back. Of it. We stitch it in. And then we put the mic pack in it. I see. Okay. Are most people wearing and it's very mics these style. days? Yeah, please, they're a pain in the <laughs> nose. <laughs> because what happens is when you get it back here, now you gotta curl the wig and make the wig work so this mic pack don't show, you know. And it's a big lump sometimes. It, it, it can be a big lump. It's it's very tricky. Forty Second Street. Everybody has mic packs on the back of the neck. And it's, it's an impossible situation. And they have to dance, so you have to make sure the wig doesn't go flying off that, the that's side of the head. As a, as, as a makeup artist or as a hairdresser doing a particular show, this wig is all put down with what we call spirit gum, that whole, whole lace front. We're not doing it on her right now. Right. The whole lace front is put down with spirit gum. and uh, got to be tight. When they're dancing and flinging each other yeah, well, around. What's going to happen is um, Kirsten's going to put a, a cap on her head. Right. 
right? And show you mm -hmm. that cap goes over the head. And then it's on tight. You put the wig on and you pin into that cap. Have you, you glue ever the had front a wig? Down, pin into the cap. Have you ever had a wig fall off? Yes. It has happened. <laughs> it has happened. Well, what I just got a little lopsided right. or fell on the floor. No, I, 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 remember, I remember once I was working in the opera and the tenor was singing in common and he bent over. <laughs> and the toupee he had on a whole thing flipped over the side. You know, <laughs> silly things happen, but, but mostly the, wig, the wigs don't, don't really fall off. Now, uh, you also have to make prosthesis, things, uh, warts and yes. noses and uh, lumps. Sometimes. No, no, that's on, on another faces. department. Okay. For, for is that makeup? That's not makeup. That, that, that is makeup. If your kids are interested in, in that, that comes under prosthetics. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's a long, drawn-out course. It takes a lot of time to learn it. It's not an easy thing. It's a lot of casting and molding and cooking things in ovens and all. Uh, for instance, the uh, Beauty and the Beast, the horns are made by a prosthetic guy. I see. You see? And he, but he falls under the category of makeup, but he does... Oh, he's makeup, he's but he makeup. does prosthetics. Yeah. I see. Movies like what, Dick Tracy or, you right. know, all these... All, what was a nutty professor? What, what was that black guy? His big body was... Oh, oh, he had to get, he got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. yeah. That whole thing, that was all prosthetics. Yes. Foam rubber, not latex. It was foam. It's a special thing. It's almost like a complete business all by itself. I see. I you see. know what I mean? And that takes quite a while to learn. Now, if Where you would you study a thing like that if you, one were interested? I mean, are there schools for that? I, you, you, you say you have to have an oven? You, you have to have, yeah, lots of things, lots of things. Plus, there's a lot of sculpting. You've got to be very good at sculpting, oh, okay. you know. Um, the schools, again, there are schools for it, but you've got to get it out of the entertainment magazine. Okay. They would be mostly in California. If you were, wanted to work in, a, like, a beauty salon, would that be a place for somebody to start? Well, if it's going to be a hairdresser, it'll give them experience in doing hair. Yes, I was wondering but, uh, how else you would get experience. Well, you've got to have a, yeah, a little bit of experience. You have to know how to dress hair. Or do you need a license? Yes, you definitely do. And how do you go about getting a license? Well, <laughs> in the state you're living in, oh. you go to the hairdress cosmetology board and you put in to get a license. Okay. And uh, Does the then when you come to New York... I think they give you so much credit for it uh, because it requires so many hours to become a hairdresser. Maybe, maybe, say in New York it's fifteen. Uh, say in New York it's uh, no. Say where they came from, it's fifteen hundred. But in New York, it's two thousand. They have, they have to make, make up, up the extra hours okay. to get the license here. Does this department have an apprentice program? The cosmetology. Very no, not really. So you, in no, order to get the license, you would have already had to have been working or, or gone to a well, beautician have, school? You or? come out of a beautician school and okay, you can get so your license, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you could go to just a beautician school, oh, yeah. get your license. Absolutely. Why do you need a license? Anyway. I don't know. I lost mine 50 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> huh? Is it, I mean, because you're touching people? Is there something about touching people that requires I, a license? I, I think it's just unions get cockamamie ideas, and, you know, they <laughs> stick it in there. Okay, so you get the license. They, 
They made it more complicated to get into unions today. Are you in a union? Ago. Is there a uh, Yeah, I'm in it, yes. So you is. get a license, but that's different than the union. That has nothing to do with the union. So first the, you get the, the license. license is to work in hairdressing parlors, beauty parlors, right? right? But if you want to get into the union, a requirement is you have that license. Okay. So after you get the license, you then need to get in the union. And you have to get into the union. Does the union have an apprentice program or any? They have, a, they have a, in New York, they have a class they teach. Oh. They do teach for oh. a certain fee. I don't know what the fee is. Right. Uh, you know. Okay, so you could go to that, to the union. What, it, what union is it? Local 798, the IATSE. Okay. Local 798. And is there then, they have the pay scale? They, what, the pay what is scale, the pay scale? What is scale? the pay scale? About, pay, I mean. Pay, pay scales vary so much, you know. Uh, I mean, some people can go out and make 800 a day. Others people can go out and get 200 a day and... Someone else can go out and get three thousand for the day. Well, so it's somewhere between two hundred and three thousand. Yeah, and I know That's pretty guys good. that make ten thousand a day. No, a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> not a day. <laughs> Some makeup. A week. Yeah. A week. Well, that's that's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you can actually make uh, a pretty good living. Two. Uh, yeah. What? Well, uh, of course, it isn't uh, the union is what is it a day? The pay scale for make uh, television. Is it 200? Okay, well, it's somewhere yeah, between. Differently. So yeah. it's I think basically on Saturday Night Live it's about 200 a day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's good, yeah, though. Yeah. Well, where else would you go to learn Apprentice? Is there something where you could go to the theater and trail somebody or follow somebody who is uh, working? Not no. really. Okay. Not, not really. They all kind of work like as, as individuals, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, like, for instance, uh, Judah, they have internships. Okay, so that's a good place to go. Well, you know, that, they right. can only take so many. But yeah, they, they, well, they, I mean, they, you places know, to ask. And Lincoln Center, they might take interns there, too. What's happening uh, to her hair now? Okay, she is now pinning it up in the back. Pinning it. And she's going to put a, a net over the top of it. Mm -hmm. To hold her to, own hair yeah, down, Yeah, to hold her, hold her hair down so we can pin the wig into it like we were discussing before. Yeah. Well, a person that works on another human being has to have certain personality qualities, doesn't uh -huh. he or she? I mean, it's... Because it's an intimate... It's, relationship. It's, uh, yeah, it is, yeah. So a, lot of, a lot of times people just don't get along on shows. Right. You'll get someone work to show and they practically can't stand each other, you know. So what are the qualities of the personality that... that uh, there's it, no answering what the qualities are. You uh, just got to meet the person, start working with them to find out what the qualities are. Right? But some people probably like to have their own makeup person and say, oh, I like this person so much. Well, then they request them. And they can request, they who, can like request a star them. could yeah. request yes. Yes, whatever sure. makeup person they want. Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell when a person arrives whether they're going to have those qualities to make a good or successful makeup artist? Sometimes. What would, you, what would make you think that this person... Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes you, you'll teach somebody and they just don't get it. Ah. No matter how much you try to make them get it, it's like teaching to be an actress or anything else, you know. So it's a talent that people seem to have or an yeah, instinct. It's a personality or a feeling about themselves, you know what I mean? 
what a feeling about themselves. How do you feel about yourself? You feel good about yeah. yourself, you're going to be good. You're going to get along with everybody. Oh. Everything will work. Okay, so you have to have a disposition that's serene. <laughs> sort of. And you've got to get along with people? Well, of course you do. In any, any public thing like that, you have to get along with people. I mean, I, I've worked with people for years. I don't have no, no particular special personality that makes me great or anything, but I work with some well, of the Well, it must be if they're letting people. you touch them. Yeah, it we become friends. It seems to me that, so part of it is becoming friends. You, become, you sort of become friends as you do it. Mm -hmm. For instance, I worked with Ralph Bellamy for years on the show called Man Against Crime, mm -hmm. and we were the best of friends. We got along great. I was with Sergeant Bilko, Phil Silvers, for years, and we were the best of friends, you know? Don't ask me what it is. It mm. just it works that way. Mm -hmm. Now what's happening here? How's she? We're just finishing. Uh, <laughs> pinning Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you were doing this? Well, the saying? object is to make the uh, hair as flat as possible to the head, and then you have a better fit with the wig. Um, mm. Most of the wigs that Bob make, makes are uh, custom-fitted, so uh, they fit perfectly to the head form of whoever is the actor. And, um, and Amy, um, we have a couple wigs. We're going to start with a blonde. What is that, and a stocking? This is a wig cap. And, oh, um, what that's this what holds the wig But it looks like, uh, you know, yeah, a, a nylon stocking. Or well, basically it is, uh, with a nice, tight elastic. Um, basically, this just holds the hair in place. Now, does it get very hot under there? Well, we should ask Amy. Um, Amy, well, <laughs> I mean, I was wondering if on moments. stage, if a person um, were on stage moving around, they'd be perspiring and they'd be getting, you'd think, you'd get oh, maybe sure, it's hot, hot under the exactly. wig. Yeah, it'll, it, sure, it's, it's warm, but, you know, I don't think it's... Do most know, actors wear wigs even if they don't need to? I mean, they don't need to look different, but do they wear wigs on stage? Well, not, not unless the character calls for it. Okay, yeah. they don't you need know. to. Because I thought maybe every night you'd look the same if you had the wig. Otherwise, you have the problem that every night you look a little different. You, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's nice about a wig is that you can keep it really consistent. So it's you would fun. look the same mm -hmm. night exactly. after night. I, I mean, there are, you could have a bed. These now that are wearing wigs all the time. Yeah, no like Cher always day. wears a wig. Cher always wears Gwen a wig. Gwen Stefani, of no doubt, um, wears wigs. J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Right. They all wear wigs. Everybody's got wigs, yeah. Um, uh, any, at any public appearance, you mean, as well as mm -hmm. so any stage? Exactly. Well, Cher and she, Yeah, she wears it any place. She's always wearing wigs. Sophia Lauren, they tell me, wears, wears, a wig, wears wigs all the time. Yeah. Did you ever meet Sophia? Yeah. <laughs> she was a gorgeous the rig, Wigs look great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they can hair. <laughs> well, exactly. It's hard to maintain all that hair. Exactly. Well, I did a movie with her years ago, and I can't remember the damn movie even. <laughs> What the hell was that? So now you have to pin the cap on as well. Exactly. This just helps so to secure it. So it doesn't slide right off your head and exactly. have a disaster <laughs> in the middle of yeah, the we try to avoid dramatic that. scene <laughs> when your hair falls off. <laughs> Is it uncomfortable, Amy? Um, no. No, okay, it's, good. It's not tight. It, it just, it fits snugly enough where my hair isn't going to move. Y yes, I would imagine that people would always be reaching up to be sure it wasn't moving, the, the, the wig, to be sure it was in time, particularly if you have to dance. I mean, if there's a dance number. 
Believe me, they anchor the police. They, they anchor them. Or in a, in, a, in a musical like Contact, where they're upside down and being flipped yeah. around. I love that show. What was that? Yeah. But how do they keep the wigs on when they're flying? I don't know, but that one girl that's in the commercial, she's being flipped every flipped night. Flipped every night. How do they? Or in Swing, where I they have I don't know. Maybe the, she don't have a wig. I don't well, know. Well, that's a possibility. But I think in Swing, they had wigs, and they're yeah. flying around like, like trapeze well, artists. This is your answer right here. This is the, this is the secret. <laughs> that's, that's what they This and a lot of glue, probably. <laughs> That's, that's what the kids have to learn. Right. How that's to, exactly what they have to how learn. To, how to put this on, and then how to construct Doing the, the hair. Doing this is to show how to make wigs. It's to show them what they have to learn. Right. Okay. Now we have, we're going to change her personality by putting different color and different <laughs> wigs on, I guess. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. So your hair is really important, I mean, it, to a character. Extremely. Extremely. What does it tell about characters? Huh? What like what would it tell? What what? Well, it completely changes you, from you know, it puts you into the character you're gonna be. Just like Saturday Night Live. Look how many wigs we make for that, and they're always different. They're always every, different. Every, always people. different. Yeah. Um. So now. So normally. Yipes! <laughs> <laughs> you are different. <laughs> hey, baby. It looks um. like the girl, uh, the girl, uh, the, the girl with the go the yellow dress. No. Exactly. In, in contact. <laughs> um, normally, for a show like Contact or something, you'd probably no, want to no. use skirt gum. That but, uh, lace. Today, we're just using uh, top stick, which is double-sided tape. Top stick. Top stick is also it's used for mustaches, yeah. isn't exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very now, glamorous. Now, ordinarily, with spirit gum, that whole front down. <laughs> right. Right? So it won't, won't fall off. And the spirit gum doesn't bubble up and show, like, gluey? No. no. Unless you, you make a lot of screws it up. What is spirit gum? Is it from a tree? It's a glue. It's a rosin and a glue. It's from a tree. From a tree, I yeah. thought. I just had that vague impression. So now you glue the whole thing carefully down. Yeah. Smile. To the skin, right? Directly mm -hmm. onto yeah. the skin. And those little patches, I guess, don't show on stage, but they would in real life. Yeah, but... We're not concerned with real life. No, the theater <laughs> is not real life. So, but on the stage, you wouldn't see it at all. On the stage, it's And the invisible. microphone pack Even would be here you somewhere in the back. No, here Even you don't, here don't see, don't see it. it. On television, you wouldn't see it. Mm -hmm. You'd have to be really close up to see it. Now, I heard that one time, women would tie up the skin of their face in little knots. knots. Did you hear about that? Mm -hmm. Describe That's that. In little what? Little curls under the wig to pull the skin up. This is before the advent of plastic surgery. Yeah. Before plastic surgery. Have you ever had to stretch a face up under the wig? Yeah, well, we don't do that. We use lifts. We make rubber lifts. What, so, and this is part of your job, to lift up the face well, if, underneath? Well, if, if you have to, you know, if you're yeah. doing a movie or something, then they, you know, you'll do that. You'll make what they call a rubber lift. I mean, if a person's face is falling down a little, so, or I mean, it could yeah, be like a man. Under, too, under, under, the, under the chin. You, you take a piece of lace like this and you make a little round thing and you hook, uh, hook a, a rubber band on it, right? And then you glue it over here on the face. And you can pull uh, up the face. And you, and you pull the face up. And then you tighten up all the face yeah. and then you put the or hair on top. you pull it this way or you put right. it around the back and pull them that way. Well, depending it costs where a lot the wrinkles. less than plastic <laughs> surgery, you know. <laughs> <coughs> Never dragged out. They always pop when you're doing a oh, no. final love scene or something. Oh, part of your face falls <laughs> down. This could something be terrible. Like this could not be good. Now, this is a lot of work that's going on. It's very yeah. time-consuming. See, now look at that close-up. Yes, she certainly does look yeah. like a different person. That's good. It has a different 
All right. We'll get character. the next one on now. Okay. No, this okay. is a, uh, yes. Put uh, go okay. ahead with the next one. But this is a lot of work and is taking a lot of time. How, who does this uh, in the theater? Hairdressers. So you hire the, the hairdresser. Do you hire no, the hairdresser? Usually, usually the hairdresser is hired. The guy that's in charge of the show. He's a hairdresser himself. But they call themselves hair designers. He will hire the hairdressers for that particular show. And how many hairdressers would there be on, a, say, a big musical? 42nd Street, they might have 12, 13. Or <gasps> 13. Beauty and the Beast has at least eight or something, you know, quite so, a few. So you could have uh, a dozen people, extra people, in the oh, ba yeah, backstage just putting these things on. Big job. And they, these, these wigs. You know, maybe you wear that a couple of nights, you might have to restyle it again. After the show is over, the girls have to style the wigs, or the boys, whoever they are, has to style the wig Every for night. the next day's performance. So they do that after the show is Some, over? Sometimes they do it after. Or sometimes they, they come in early, you know. Okay. And is there a special place backstage to do that? Oh, yeah. They got big dressing rooms. Okay. Just for the wigs? Yeah, absolutely. Where they have to dress the wigs, so to speak. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how big the. It's big. The dressing room can be from here to that wall to that wall. So it'd be and a large. Over to this one here. Right, so know. it'd be a large space that they it'd need to have. Be a large have. space. You know, you got 200 wigs. <laughs> That's well, then these hairdressers have to be very careful they don't get the wrong wig on the wrong person. Oh, they're all marked. They're marked, so yeah, they have labels marked. on yeah. them. And then the actor comes to that room and gets the wig put on, or does well, the Well, some of them have it done in their the room. Some have it done in their well, room. Now you look very sophisticated, right? You've got the very, very sophisticated look. And, well, she and she's a redhead now. <laughs> 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 um, that looks striking. So that would have to be worked on every night, a wig like that, to keep yeah, those exactly. curls. Oh, exactly. have to be, yeah, just she might be wearing a hat on it. Right. And pull it off. It looks real good, though. It looks very good. A sophisticated lady. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> How long does it take to make one of these wigs? Uh, three days. Okay. You want to hear something? Yeah. We do Saturday Night Live, right? We start at Thursday afternoon. And by Saturday morning, we might have to make six wigs like that. I have a lot of lovely women working for me. They take them home at night. And work on them in their homes. Yeah, they to have their daughters them. working on their kids. They're mostly all Oriental women. Huh. And they don't know the meaning of not work. Right. You believe me. <laughs> <laughs> the work ethic. Complete. Complete. You know, it's, it's tremendous. I'm, I wouldn't be as, as successful without them. No way. <laughs> Are women better at this than men? Oh, mostly, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because of a... I've had very, very few men actually making wigs. Really? Yeah. I've had men working for me. Mm -hmm. No, it's, uh, who, who wants to sit down with a needle all day long <laughs> no. and keep going like this for a thousand hours? You know, it's kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> I, I know. I did it years ago. When you do the makeup for someone, do you teach the actor how to do yes. it and then he does it? Yes, Some, sometimes that we'll bring a makeup artist in at the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. maybe the first couple of weeks during the dress rehearsals, and he will teach mm -hmm. all the actresses and actors what they have to do to make themselves up, because they couldn't possibly afford to bring a makeup artist in every night. You know, that, would, that wouldn't work at all. Occasionally for the star, they'll bring a makeup artist in, mm -hmm. but most of the time, 
not they're told th this yeah. is what to do and then they I mean I've been brought in on shows a couple of times one with George Scott and uh, another one with Anthony Quinn where they wanted me to be at the show every night you know but that's that's very unusual uh -huh. E.G. Marshall a few people you know very unusual uh. are men easier to make up and uh, do their wigs than women as clients? I Depends mean, on the man. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so huh? it's, it's not a gender thing. No. It's Depends just a personality man. thing. Yeah, Aren't really. some people very difficult? They don't like the wig. They don't like the makeup. Aren't, they aren't don't they even difficult? like the soup they get for lunch. Hell, you should. Well, there are you, you, some you temperaments. Don't you have to deal with? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have to have a personality that just uh, ignores people's behavior, or you're, or you're a calming influence? Because people backstage are nervous. You do what you're paid to do. But I know, but the actors are nervous, and they're frightened, and they're learning their lines, or they think something went wrong, or a scene yeah, didn't go well. well. Most, of them, most of them are good. There's, usually there's no problems with them. I, I've never had it, you know. I've certainly worked with thousands of them, you know. Hmm. never had problems. Hmm. What do you like best about? About what? What do you like best about makeup and wig making? What do you like about? Well, it gives this? me an independence. Mm -hmm. It's a. It provides me with a good living for my family and for mm -hmm. myself. And I don't. I've never felt like I worked all my life. How's that sound? It sounds good. It was like play. Does it seem a little like play? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And do you Absolutely. Do you yeah, serious, you have your serious times, but mm -hmm. I've always took it on the light side. I, you, you know, I've enjoyed it. And when you enjoy it, you know. Would you have enjoyed, you enjoy working more in a theater than, say, in a beauty salon? A beauty salon, yuch. <laughs> I, <couldn't laughs> I guess say. that means yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tolerate you don't, it. You couldn't tolerate all no. the women coming in no, and their head? No, please, no. 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 Well, what is it about the theater then? What is it about this that you you don't you like as opposed to working in a salon? Uh, well, it's creative. You like that, you know. And I enjoy people, so I enjoy all the actors and actresses I work with. It's never it's never been a problem, and it's it's a freedom. It's not uh, it's not like working for somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm working for myself. Maybe that. And I and I tell you something. I've had people working for me 40 years. Oh. Nobody ever quits. Oh. How about that for a record, huh? That is. 40 years, 30 years, 37 years, and they're still working for me. So it must be fun, or, or you get a, some satisfaction. Is it because you go there and you see your uh, work up on the stage? Is that a satisfaction? Oh, absolutely. Do absolutely. Do you feel part of the theater production? I am part of the theater you production. You are part of it, so that you yeah. get the same... Feeling yeah. that uh, oh, all the other people do. That Absolutely. Show business. Absolutely. You have to have show business in your blood? <laughs> you know, you, you, you pretty well might say that because my grandfather made wigs for the theaters in Brooklyn for Tony Passes and all that. And that was a long time ago. So you might say a little bit of it in my blood. <laughs> what pays more, making wigs or doing makeup? What's the difference in the pay scale? Or is it the same? Well, if you're making wigs, you, you own a company. Ah. You know, I have uh, 15 people working for me up there. I see. So and you, what, what, how much can a makeup artist earn? A makeup artist? Mm -hmm. Sure. They can earn 200000 
100000 any amount. So it's a very high-paying job. It can be, very definitely. A makeup artist on a show, would he or she do many people or the whole show or just one or two Depends. people? My daughter Barbara works mm -hmm. a, a show for Katie Couric. She does that show. She makes up Katie, mm -hmm. but she also makes up other people on the show, mm -hmm. you know. But so you might be hired to do, uh, if it's a theater, you might be hired to do the whole cast? Makeup? As a makeup? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. No, you wouldn't. So There's not enough time. People ah. come in late and leave her. Oh, there she is look again. Look what's happened to her. We have a whole yeah. new look. Well, d describe a little this wig. Describe it? Yes. I mean, what, what, what is the style and what, is the, mm. what was the character about or why did you choose this? It wasn't thing? about particularly anything. We just wanted to get you a variety of different wigs, but she could certainly play in Carmen right now. Carmen, she okay. She could be Carmen. It's the Spanish influence uh, yeah, <laughs> in here. Could, could be. Matter of fact, she even looks a little Spanish with that wig yes, on. See yes. how your face changes with the different type things you put on, you know? Do you take into consideration a, a person's skin color when you choose the hair? Does it have to be... Uh... Sometimes. Uh -huh. But usually the designer wants what hair he wants. And that's. Well, I'll tell you a very funny story about that. I was doing wigs uh, for a show. Catherine Hepburn was up in Stratford, and she had red hair. And guess what the designer picked for the other girls? He picked red hair for some of the other girls, too. Oh. So she come charging up to my shop, threatening me with body, bodily harm <laughs> if I made a wig with red hair. For anybody else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Had to leave that alone. What, what is the salary of a Broadway uh, hairdresser? Who? Of a Broadway hairdresser, the salary. About a thousand a week. Okay. I mean, I, some of them make more. Mm -hmm. Depends on the overtime they put in on it and all like that. But basically, I think it's around a thousand. Okay, so I mean, that's a good. Huh? That's a good salary. Today, nothing's a good salary. Nothing. Good taxes come out. <laughs> After taxes, what's left? The, taxes. <laughs> the pleasure. It must be the pleasure of your craft. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> Have you? You would say you've taught many people. <coughs> What, makeup? Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, wig making, you, you teach. How do, if a I've person, taught people wig making, too. If, if a person would like to study with you, how would they go about it? Call me up. Oh, they just, <laughs> just look you up in the phone book and say, I want Yeah, it's in New York, Bob Kelly Wig Creations. All I have to do is call me up. If they just want to talk, they don't have to go to school to talk. Right. You know, I'll be glad to talk to them. Are most people in your business that open and willing to talk to students and young people who might want to go into the business? I don't know. I don't know about most people. I know how I am. Mm -hmm. But I know one thing years ago when I first went into the business, it was like pulling teeth trying to learn anything. Nobody wanted to teach you. Yes. You know, it was a, a different ball game. Everybody's afraid, wait, well, I'm going to lose my job if I teach this guy. Oh. You know, it's oh. a completely different ball game. Oh. But now that's not the case? Well, I, like I say, with me it's not. I try to help anyone I can, you right. know. But a lot, a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't teach. Huh. You know, many of them wouldn't, you know. What, what these kids have to do if they, they want to learn something like that, if they're in their own towns, what they got to do is go find a theater company. All these little towns have theater companies, oh. right? Mm -hmm. Go to the theater company. Tell them you do makeup even if you don't. And, you know, <laughs> if you know a little bit about it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Bluff your way into it, and chances are that you'll get a job from one of the theater houses. 
to get you started into right. what you're doing. And you learn from the actors also, right? Oh. The theater houses. When say, uh, oh, and then a lot of times Broadway shows go, they travel all over the country, mm -hmm. off-Broadway shows. Sometimes they hire people in these little towns. What they're doing, they shows it. They don't carry a full complement of people, and they need extra help. So they'll take somebody from the local, some local per person from, from the town. You know, that's another way you can get into it, right? Then you go, to, go around and look at a phone book, go to fashion photographers, and, you know, model agencies, and all this mm -hmm. stuff, you know, where they would be using makeup. You go for it. You gotta keep. You gotta be pushy. You gotta knock on doors. You know, that's. There's not too much to tell you about how to do it or how right. to get in, but you gotta knock on a lot of doors. Same as if you come to New York. Same thing. Model agencies here, there. You know, and then you all of a sudden you hit somebody that you got a rapport with, and they try you on one thing. Next thing you know, they'll call you back with something else. You know, it's the way it goes. Did you always want to do this? No, not really. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. Yeah. I won't say what happened, but it happened. <laughs> okay. No, because some people know that they, this is, they I, know I, they want to do this sort of work. I, listen, when I come out of the Army, I worked for Standard Oil for years, for uh, years, a couple of years, a year or two, right? And then I quit it. I didn't want to do it. So I looked in the paper for a job, right? Couldn't find one. And all of a sudden, I seen somebody want, looking for an apprentice wig maker. And I said, gee, why don't I try it? Here I am, <laughs> right? Okay, so a person—that's the same thing for these kids, yeah, right? Right. You so try. a person could be have, be doing something else, and it's not too late or impossible to become a wig maker. But you I could... didn't. I started when I was twenty-eight. Okay. I'm not exactly a spring chicken at that point. Well, no, but right. Well, I, I started, you know. So it's you can just try it and see if you have the the hands for it, I suppose. And the yeah, kind of something like that, you know. As it turned out, I was lucky because the guy I worked for, a guy named Ira Sens, he uh, he uh, did makeup, and I was in the Metropolitan Opera doing makeup for him. I learned how to do it there. You know, not that I was that great, but all of a sudden I got a call from the Ed Sullivan Show. Somebody heard I was great, and I really wasn't. <laughs> and that's what started me off in television. Toast of the Town, the original Ed oh, Sullivan no. Show. I think our models are finished. Thank right. you so much, Amy. I, uh, are we finished? Houston. You look like mm -hmm. yourself again. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you learn a lot from the actors themselves when you make them up? Do they Sometimes. tell you what they need and want? Sometimes. For instance, Hal Holbrook. Now, we were talking about different type makeups before. Mm -hmm. uh, what he did, Mark Twain, originally, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I used to work with him. He had a crummy wig, a blend, blend wig, not a lace wig, nothing like that. And he used to make himself up, and hideous, the whole thing was hideous, right? And all of a sudden, he got tied up with Dick Smith. Did you ever hear of him? Very yeah. famous makeup artist, one of the most famous. Okay. And he is into prosthetics, right? And he developed the whole face for Hal Holbrook, oh. for Mark Twain, and he designed the wig and everything. I made the wig, but Dick did all the prosthetics and all yeah. the pieces that he needed, right? So there's, you know different ways, different things you learned, you know. And, and your children have gone in, you said, to the same business? So is it sometimes follow the careers? I have a, a factory out in Tucson, Arizona. I oh. manufacture cosmetics mm -hmm. for the theater, and they work out there. I see. They I work see. in the theater. My daughter, Barbara, she 
works with Katie Couric, and my oh, daughter Tracy okay. used to do Ryan's Hope and different shows. Do the, the people that do theatrical makeup, do they often come from families that were in the theater? Yes. A, a, a lot of them come, their fathers were makeup artists. And they got it, well, just like the actors. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Right? Right. It's happening now. What is that famous one his son is now doing? I forgot his name. Well, he, no, many people do did, follow. Did but that I, World War II pi picture? Well, ah. I don't know, but so there, there are very often family lines d doing this. Oh yeah, absolutely. What, what other? Where else do they come from? Would they have been former dancers or? Uh, they came from a high school in Oshkosh or someplace. Or, so uh, or uh, was in the theater in school, and they've learned makeup along with learning how to dance and do everything else. You know. But what sort of person do you think is attracted to this profession? How do you say, what is the word, overt, 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 show-offs. Show-offs, that's good. Show-offs? Yeah. Well, describe a day. An outgoing person. Uh, uh, describe a day for me. How would one of your days go? Mine? Yes. Or a hairdresser's day, well, a, a theatrical hairdresser. I'd start off with Seinfeld. Sorry watching? You mean that, <laughs> staying home watching television? No, yeah. I meant when you. Did, what time would you arrive at the theater, for example? If you oh, if I was going to a theater? Oh, yes. Oh, you'd arrive to the theater about an hour before the show, you know. And you only have, you know, maybe an hour and a half, but you only have time to do a few people. You wouldn't have time to do too many people. Right. You know. Uh, and would you leave once the makeup was done or the wigs were on, or do you stay no, and no, watch? No, no, you stay right you? through the show. Once you're hired for that show, you stay through it. Okay. You leave at the end of the show. Okay. As you said before, maybe the wig fell off. <laughs> Something <laughs> happened. Right. And right. many times you have changes to do on set. You know, it isn't all, she wears the same wig all the way through it. You might have two or three changes. Right. Or a person might be young in one act and, and old in the next. One, Don't you whatever, have to be yeah. there to change the, yeah, the age and so be, on? Yeah. Yeah. What was that show, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, Climb Up My Hair, had the chimney sweeps and that. Into the woods? Or into when, the, into yeah, the woods? I'm, I'm beginning to forget yes, my yes, old yes, age. Yes, into yes. the woods, right? Yeah, right. Uh, all the changes that she had in that show. Right? She was gorgeous, and then all of a sudden she's a chimney sweeps and all dirty, and then that comes off, and she's got to be something else again, you know. So there's always, always some kind of a change that has to be made. Maybe they have to have blood put on them, dirt put on them, you know. You, you're what carrying blood and dirt with you in, in your little. You have a little box. You carry everything. Yeah, well, you get set up. You know pretty much what you need. And you you have it there. You know. But do you design any of that yourself, or do you do what of the, the of the blood and the dirt? Or I mean, how do I you manufacture it? You manufacture the blood and the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> people call up and say, "Send me some dirt." No, I, I sell it here in New York. I have right. up makeup. In, on, on 46th Street. I right. sell makeup there, but right. it's manufactured in California. So I have like a, a store. So, a, I mean, a, a person then can start as a hairdresser or makeup artist and go from there and build into almost anything, any kind of business, as well as well, uh, if, 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 if they wish. If, if they want to and they want to go into it, you right. know. But it takes a lot. A lot of what? To manufacture cosmetics. Oh. It takes a lot of money or a lot of time, a lot of skill. It takes cosmetic chemists, it takes money, ah. it takes machinery, it takes a lot. Once you have a chemist, he sets your formulas for you and then you manufacture the products. Mm -hmm.
And the wigs? I mean, you make those yourself. I make them right here in New York. I, like I you said. don't make them backstage. You make no, them. No, no, they're made right in my shop. I, like I told you, I have about 15 people right. making them up there, you know. And we go full, pretty much full time on it. What's the best experience you've had um, in your line of work? <laughs> my, I tell you, it's, most all of them have been good. I've, you know, I've had fun doing some shows more than others. I used to do a show called The Star Club, which I'm in Billingsley, you know. Remember that place? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brenner Hearing. was a director yeah. on it. And it used to be fun going over there uh -huh. and doing a show with it because there was always a lot of interesting people there and there was plenty of champagne and food, and, you know. But some, some were more gratifying than others. And we used to do all the Hallmark Hall of Fame shows, mm -hmm. right? And there were hundreds and hundreds of weeks of them things, you know. Mm. So it, it's, it's all been a, a great experience in my life. Really and good. you've made many friends. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the... the we like to think so. Is that so. part of the pleasure of, huh? uh, of this job, is that you make oh, personal yeah. friends? Oh, yeah. I have, I have more people that know me than I know them. I, used to, I, I stopped doing it now. I can't because my hand is so bad. Over the last 20, 25 years, I used to go out to at least 20 schools a year or international thespian society meetings and do makeup demonstrations for them. And I met all the kids from all over the all over the United States. Almost hmm. in every state in the United States, I met kids. They know me, or their parents know me. Hmm. You know. That's why even when I do this, this a lot of kids will see this. A lot of their parents will know me. Huh. And that makes you feel good, because they come from all over. So it's been a satisfaction to you. This you've oh. gotten a lot out of. Oh yeah. This profession. It's very gratifying. Mm -hmm. So you, would you, you would recommend it to a young person thinking of a career? I, I would definitely, you know, if they want to follow it through, I would definitely recommend it. It's a good, it's an enjoyable career. Good. Thank you, you know, so much. I would definitely right. recommend it. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. It's We've a been talking with hair and makeup artist Bob Kelly. For the American Theatre Wing, I'm Pia Lindstrom. The American Theatre Wing's Guide to Careers in the Theatre is a project of the American Theatre Wing and the New York Public Library's Billy Rose Theatre Collection, Theatre on Film and Tape Archive.